Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Fair County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and today we're going to be talking soccer. In fact, we have two outstanding programs at the same school, and my guests are the head girls soccer coach at Tuscarora High School, Mr. Troy Byers. And Troy, welcome, and thank you for taking some time. Thank you for having me. Much appreciation. Indeed, and the head boy soccer coach at Tuscarora, Mr. Todd Nepper and Todd Appreciate you being with us as well. Absolutely. We uh, we love the coverage, and, and thanks for reaching out. Indeed. My pleasure, guys. Certainly people fi- see one program doing well at a high school, but for both to be undefeated and only have a tie, that's that's quite special. And, Todd, we'll start with you. What, what has been something that's that's taken place uh, and come together here this year? Well, uh, with, with our group, and I think Troy's in a pretty similar position, we've we've been waiting on uh, this group for quite some time. So um, it's just a matter of, of they're finally here, and, and now we're soaking up every minute of it because, it, you know, it, it has been it has been a wait um, in addition to COVID and, and not getting the postseason opportunities that we would have hoped with this group last year, I know the girls were uh, were right there where they could have competed for a state championship last year. So, you know, we're, we're finally back in what feels like uh, close to normal life athletically, and, and we've got a group that has been well worth the wait. So um, things are coming together, but I, I don't think, um, speaking for, our, for the boys' side, I don't think it's by much surprise. I got you. Troy, how about you and the girls? Um, I mean, again, it's so well said by Todd there. I know we kind of we, – we talked about this a little bit, you know, this direction that the program was going because we knew the kids that were coming in. And, you know, you and I talked last year, Steve, after, you know, right. we had our CMC championship run. Right. And we were loaded with young talent. And well, I know we were good last year. Um, I, You know, and I knew that this year there was some more young talent coming in. And – I figured with the senior leadership that were juniors last year that survived that COVID season <laughs> that we really could put together, you know, a really special season. And, you know, it, it's played out in front of my own eyes just amazingly as I've challenged this team with a, a very difficult schedule. Todd and I both did that. And I've taken them around the state and put them on display and, and just, packed in neighborhoods where we never would have went before and uh, tried to get them battle-tested, you know, for, you know, what we hope will be a, a deep playoff run. I uh, We certainly hope so, uh, Troy. Todd, talk a little bit, uh, if you would, about your, your boys' team. Um, you know, they, uh, they, they love to do things under pressure and, and they love to play a, a, a very particular style of soccer that, is uh is fast paced they they love to score goals uh, we care a lot about trying to preserve clean sheets and, and keep teams off the scoreboard but you know most nights we're we're scoring four or five sometimes more goals and uh and just feel like if we can just get the ball back we're gonna we're gonna be uh putting them under pressure and and uh getting some shots off so it's just a, a really exciting group to uh to, to coach, but also, you know, uh, the coaching staff and I, we just kind of find ourselves as uh, spectators quite often <laughs> where we're, we're just kind of trying to stay out of the way and um, make sure that everybody is 
uh, feeling in control of their own experience. Senior laden team, or, or do you or do you have a, a good mix of of everybody? Um, so the the particular group we have right now is is um, uh, juniors and seniors, like most varsity rosters. But we've kind of been working with them and had our eyeball on them for um, you know since fourth, fifth, sixth grade. So gotcha. Um, there's a it, it's a balanced group. There's eight current seniors. Um, you know, there's there's I think eleven or twelve current juniors. Um, but but there's about sixteen or seventeen guys right now that are just really constantly rotating and seeing 40 to 60 sometimes even 80 minutes a game um so we're we're really deep and and you know there's there's going to be some key guys that are going to be exiting but um lots of guys ready to step it up i believe yeah it indeed it does sound that way troy how about you again you know coming off of last year like i said i knew we had you know a, a very young roster last year with you know eight freshmen competing on the varsity level, which is, you know, in all years I've done it, it's nice if you can get, you know, two or three freshmen that can compete. But, you know, and all eight of them got playing time at, at high levels and were very efficient, and they worked very well with last year's senior class. And I knew the junior class last year was going to be the seniors this year, and it's, it, it's a, that, that, that senior class is loaded. There's, there's six seniors, five that start and, and play just, incredible amounts of soccer for us and we're very strong down the bone in the field the whole middle of the field is just loaded with talent from the front line all the way to the goal and our back line is very senior laden and then we're very freshman and sophomore laden in the offensive third and again i you know the girls were very excited that this year they get the opportunity to like we've talked about it a little bit just to have the chance to go to be able to compete for you know, a regional championship. And, um, you know, I think everything in, in looking at where we're at right now, it's hard to believe that, you know, we're sitting at the 14th game of the season and nothing is really solved yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we were talking kind of, earlier, kind of and, Todd, and Todd, you have uh, already secured a spot in the in Saturday, uh, Saturday at uh, Hood in the CMC championship game. And uh, Troy, you here? You think with your record and well, how well they're doing, you still got to do battle with Linganore uh, Thursday night, and uh, you need a win in order to to advance to Saturday. At this, at this, as we were talking earlier, this talks about the the quality uh, of outstanding teams here, here, and ju- and just here in Frederick County. Absolutely. And again, you know, you said it right there, it's, it's Linganore and they are just, they've just had a fabulous season. You know, they're, they're, they're they have no blemish. I mean, they're 11 and 0. Um, and you know, we have, sure we have 12 wins, but we have the tie. Um, so again, we've, we're, we're a little bit behind the eight ball, so to speak that tomorrow night, the only thing that can work for us to go to that CMC championship, and we are the defending champions, so you'd like the opportunity to defend your championship because Brunswick's back there. Right. They got in, um, and we have to win. We have to find a way to put the ball in the net tomorrow night and, you know, keep Langenor at bay and hopefully not let them get the ball in the net. And, And again, that will not be easy because, you know, we've played in many years, and I know what they have over there, and you know they're they're a group of just really electric soccer players over there. So um, 
it's going to be a, a good old fist fight tomorrow night at Tuscarora. I'm, I'm sure it will be. Todd, you, we talked earlier about, you know, having just trying to get out of your, your own backyard to advance. I mean, that, that uh, that's a good, uh, we were saying an, a positive and a negative. Uh, negative, you know, you may not get to go, even though you probably are, 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 are a team that is qualified to go in a sense of what you've done but also get you, as you said earlier, battle-tested and and be ready to, to advance. Yeah, you know, if you're if you're fortunate enough to, to, to make the conference final, it's it's um, yeah, a great experience either way if you're, you're continuing to build momentum or, or um, you know, a motivating experience like, like we had last year. Um, you know, we made the county final as well and, and gave up a two-goal lead with 15 minutes left against Middletown. Uh, who will likely play, uh, or or is one of the teams that will play against uh, against on Saturday? So, um, so it's um, you know it's 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 hard to get to that conference final because it's not the two best records in the conference. Uh, there's really never any time to rest or or protect um, protect players or rest players because you've always got somebody else that's coming out and and chasing a result against you. You know the the way it works is the smaller schools. Uh, the best record of those schools plays the best record of the 3A, 4A schools. Right. Um, so there's really, there's no off nights, and, and these games come so fast that sometimes you're playing three a week. Um, you know, and if you don't, if you don't make that uh, final, you're, you're just as motivated to um, to go improve yourself again in playoffs. Indeed, and that starts next week, I assume. Yeah, I believe the draw comes out, like the brackets in the, in the seating comes out on uh, Sunday or Monday, and the first games should be Tuesday, I believe. Okay. So next, next Tuesday, everything gets going for the postseason. Um, Troy, looking at you've been in coaching soccer now for 28 years, the last uh, eight at, at Tuscarora, what is your sense of what – ingredients are necessary to have a competitive and consistent program? Well, um, it's a very good question. And I'll say to this, um, before I, I, I give my take on that, I'll just say that there, there always has to be a little bit of lady luck on your side. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, you can have the, the, the ingredients that, that work in high school soccer, because I've always said that high school soccer has turned into physical track meet. Um, the games have become so physical, and the speed, a lot of teams play direct in high school now. They, they don't knock the ball around much anymore. So, again, you have to have a, a, a athletic-type girls that can run. I'm just speaking to the girls' game right now. And, obviously, you have to have a – you know, in key positions, you have to have very technical type players. And again, the flow from offense to defense and the transition that the game takes, you have to be able to make sure that you're going to be accountable, that everyone's flowing together. You're not going to get, you know, counterattacked. And, and again, because the direct ball is so big in girls soccer now from the back line all the way to the front fast forward that everyone seems to have, um, so you, you have to make sure that the ingredients are all there because speed kills in the women's soccer. And it mm-hmm. um, doesn't help to have a really good kid between the pipes back there that can <laughs> stand, on her, stand on her head and make some great saves to keep you in the games. But 
you know, as, as I've seen all these teams now, and we'll see it again tomorrow night, you know, that's kind of how everyone's playing right now. And, you know, it's not the prettiest soccer, but pretty soccer doesn't win anymore. <laughs> you know, it's about being yeah. just getting forward as fast as you can and you know, just trying to catch a team in, in a transition or in a, or in a counterattack. And, you know, you have to evolve as a coach because that's not my style of coaching. But, uh, you know, there are times we do it. And there's times that we just knock the ball all around the park and just try to break teams down that way. But, you know, qu- fast, quick soccer balls quickly forward. You know, mm-hmm. they really do work in the women's game this year. Todd, how about you as far as a, a competitive and consistent program? Well, um, from from my experiences, the the talent kind of comes in waves. And, um, you know, the more proactive you are as, as a coach in the community, the, the more predictable um, your, your talent pool and, and the depth of that group of kids becomes. So we've been trying to focus some energy there and, one of the great things about our boys this year is uh, they just draw such a crowd and, and so much attention. So we're, we're trying to get as many younger kids uh, just to come see us play that are in our feeder pattern um, because if they can just get there, <laughs> I think they've got a bunch of role models and a bunch of great memories uh, the first time out. So, you know, we're, we're hoping to uh, to continue to have the talent, but, but really uh, um, from, from the way I see it, it's a lot about getting kids that um, want to focus on getting better over their four years. Um, you've certainly, as Troy mentioned, you've got some kids that can come in right away and based on talent and the ability to hold the ball up and, and uh, keep possession that, that they can challenge for a varsity spot and then usually some playing time if you're going to justify keeping them up there. Um, you know, but it's, um, um, you know, sometimes it's it's just about getting getting the right group of kids that are loyal to each other and don't mind being coached up, don't mind trying to rise to the challenge and, and learn new things. And then, you know, a large part of it is just continuing to play, not just throughout the season, but in the off season. Um, you know, I, I, I think Troy can say it too. We've seen kids uh, come in and sort of fizzle out, and we've seen kids come in that – barely cracked the JV roster and then all of a sudden become a, a senior captain that's contributing. So it's just a, it's a real fun thing to be a part of. Indeed. One of the, Absolutely. one of the best things about coaching, uh, Todd, you're right. I, I enjoyed that as well. Uh, and you know, when the season was over, it didn't matter what the record was. I, you missed the kids and that's this goes along with the, how the bond is so special. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can you can kind of see it. Last night was our senior night. You can you can see the kids starting to feel like their their times closing in. And I think you know just as much as they want to keep playing for accolades and recognition and championships, they they uh, yeah. they don't want to stop playing together. <laughs> Indeed, you know, and uh, that that is certainly so true. Uh, Troy, looking back, um, did you have? A, a one coach uh, or or two maybe that served as mentors and that kind of gave you the the led you down the path that you've taken. Was, was there someone or or a couple? I mean, it, it absolutely. I've, I've spoken this before. I think I did it in the podcast with uh, the Friday News Post when that question was brought up. It all goes back to my high school coach Dale Bevenauer. Um, up in Dover, Pennsylvania, 
um, he's the one that got me to continue playing because I, I wanted to do the military. And, and he's like, yeah, you can go play. And, you know, he, he wanted me to go play at Westchester University where he played for my college coach, Mel Lorbeck. And they had won a national championship at Westchester like in 50, I don't know, 56, 57 when they were Division One. Uh-huh. Now they were Division Two when I was going there in 88. And um, Dale really wanted to see me continue my career and play at the college level. And I, you know, I struggled a little bit my first year in college because Mel was an older coach and I didn't like the way he coached. And I remember reaching back out to Dale on a payphone in the hallway and he took my call and we talked. And he kind of got me through a little bit of that tough toughness of you know going away to school not really being happy with your college coach yeah and uh you know but yeah i'd, I'd say it was definitely dale beavenauer who did a lot for me and i owe a lot to him and you know uh it just let me know how i, I how i wanted to be able to coach kids i just remember how he dealt with us because he's dealing with you know high school boys you know back in the right. <laughs> in the 80s yeah boy and we were just completely out of control so i mean <laughs> But he did a heck of a job with us. So I, I got to give a lot of credit to that man. He was awesome for me. Todd. Yeah, I had um, I, I had a, just a, a handful of coaches growing up that were supportive. But I, I think the ones that I um, owe the most to are, are sort of um, well, two, two separate groups. I would say uh, the, the ones that helped me develop a relationship with the ball, um, because that's you know that <laughs> yeah. that's our focus now is just getting. You know, my own. I've got three boys of my own now, and uh, you know, there's there's a ball sitting in just about every room because when they walk by it, they'll they'll <laughs> lay a foot on it and they'll try something new, or they'll uh, you know they'll they'll have to dribble around a chair. And I, I just remember being able to play the game as a as a young kid, and even through college, um, with my head up, and and really just being able to see more because of all the different corver skills um, and foot skills that I was acclimated to you know back when people didn't know that you could challenge kids by having them do footwork and and uh and and having them move the ball for 60 seconds 90 seconds the same way over and over um that kind of stuff uh really motivated me so then the other group would be um the people that uh i had that kind of saw something i didn't really maybe see in myself at that time and offered me a position doing something that uh uh, you know, working with kids when I was 16, my club coach paired me up with U12s, and I'd start to drive and coach them. And then in college, FC Frederick threw me a job before I was even out of college. And you know, Coach Steitler and and uh, you know, Coach Eske giving me the opportunity to run the Golden Mile program when I was teaching at Hillcrest for five or six years. Um, so I, I'm I'm big on that because I think it's really important to just get our kids to experience the game in other ways. So when they stop playing, they can uh, they can find new ways to stay involved and contribute. But I just um, there there's so many visionaries in, in this area with soccer that have grown the game. Coach Bob Scheffler over at Middletown, yeah. um, Bo Eske, and what he's done with FC Frederick and the mm-hmm. complex coming and and uh, you know landing so many kids in appropriate colleges to to let them continue to play. But also uh, Dave Brandt up the road who uh, who won six national championships in his first 10 years at Messiah College. Um, and the culture that he was able to create up there is um, is just super inspiring. And, and he's very 
well spoken and, and there's lots out there about him and his secrets and um you know we're, we rely heavily on some of those basic principles with our boys program indeed uh, todd and troy we both uh we know as coaches we're always taken uh from each other and then putting it in our way but we always get the best from everybody uh we're winding down unfortunately fellas as this time always goes by quickly so, uh, <laughs> Troy, yeah. absolutely the best to you uh, from this point forward. Hope that you're playing on Saturday, but I know you'll make a uh, a bang next uh, starting next week in the playoffs. Certainly the best to you from this point Appreciate forward. Appreciate that very much. Thank Appreciate you for joining us. Much. Todd, absolutely the same for you at, with the boys program. Good luck this coming Saturday. Uh, absolutely good luck. Next in the, in the starting next week, I, I'm, I'm I'll be excited. I, what a what a, a fantastic thing if you both can come home with a state title. That would be just absolutely awesome. But thank you for taking uh, some time and, 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 and being with us. And certainly the best of luck, not only this year, guys, but from from this point forward. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much. You have a great day, and you know, again, appreciate that. And you know, good luck to the Titans on, on the boys' side, and hopefully, the girls can pull through and meet them there on Saturday. So, let, thank let, you. Let's hope so, guys. Thanks again. You've been listening to the Ferry County Weekend Sports Show here on nine thirty WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibs, and we'll see you next week. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. Radio 930, WFMD.